0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: First and goal, Prescott back, throws it in the back of the end zone for Lamb. Oh, he's got it, touchdown, Touchdown. C.D. Lamb. He was in a crowd and Lamb was trying to reach the ball across the plane of the goal line and he did. Oh, what a nice play by Lamb. And what a game
2: for the best quarterback wide receiver duo combination in the National Football League, at least according to Jason Garrett. Good morning, Metroplex. This is a Cowboys Monday on the home of the NFC East champs brought to you by the Big Green Egg. It's star up, star down. Our Cowboys report card, truckcrack.com. Text line is open at 877-881-1053. And the way that I know... That our Cowboys insider Bobby Belt is in a fantastic, unique, and different mood. He did not close the studio door. I know. It's great. I love it. I like the I, door open. Nope, nope, nope. I'm an open guy. Door open guy.
3: I was. At, what's happened is I've noticed that every day when I come in here at 6 and close it, Choppy goes, it's stuffy. It was hot in here last night. And so I got to leave it yeah. open for a segment. And at 6.15, the door will
4: be closed. We, we have people in here that work uh, at night who obviously keep their house at 74 degrees. And you generally forget to change
3: the AC until, like, 545. So I know that it needs time to air out. You did not on Friday. I didn't. Nope, when Sean was out, you did not on Friday. I I had to come in and turn it on. I didn't. I didn't look at it.
2: There we go. Bobby, take us to D.C. Covering it afterwards. Locker room. Flight back home before we get to star up, star down. Uh, I mean, they were all in a
3: good mood on the plane. Like, before takeoff, you could hear them hooting and hollering around. Uh, Start down to the jet stream. That thing is a pos because it took two hours to go from Dallas to Baltimore. It was three thirty Baltimore back to Dallas.
2: Oh, they didn't uh, make up time in the air. One of the the planes, an hour
3: and a half. A jet stream should not do an hour and a half to a two-hour flight. It should not double the flight time. I I, I feel at least you didn't have a trap door
4: open on (laughs) the side. (laughs) This is Brad Sham. I don't know what uh, what you are talking about. It's never been two hours of DC. That's, no, that's, we were we were two hours. We were two hours that's flat. Abnormal. Normal. Normally yeah. it's like three, three thirty
3: on the way back. Yeah. So they had I, I think they had some of their energy sapped by the time the yeah. plane landed at one o'clock in the morning, and so they were they, they they were all ready for bed. I think at the time, but when the, before the plane took off, you could hear them. Hooting and hollering and in a great mood and uh, yeah they, it was a lot of a lot of positivity. Jerry stood right up there. He was the first to do the interview in the locker room. He made sure that uh, in fact it was funny. They were trying to pull Jake Ferguson over and Cowboys Bear was like, "All right, people, Jake Ferguson. Oh oh crap! Okay, never mind. Jerry's talking and they had to pull Jake <laughs> Ferguson away. So uh, no, everybody in a great mood and took care of business. You did what you had to do.
2: And look at this, we got NBC five covering them coming off the plane and landing and walking down the runway.
3: Where's Bobby going to be on here? I was on the back ladder. I wasn't coming down this front one, so you oh, won't see me
2: here. Yeah, I didn't think I was. I was just joking. <laughs> I mean, I
3: I am essentially one of them. So, <laughs> yeah, basically.
2: <laughs> All right, let's get a star up, star down. We start with Dak and Lamb. A four touchdown passes for Dak Prescott. 31 of 36, 279 yards. He ends the regular season leading the NFL in touchdown passes he kept the made up interception promise that the media created uh lowering the total from last year CD Lamb 13 catches for 98 yards so only 7.5 a catch but 13 for 98 two more touchdowns nine straight weeks scoring a TD for 88
4: yeah he's 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 been tremendous i hate the i hate the amount of i hate that the volume of catches he's getting is bringing down his yards per attempt that does make it look like he's a possession receiver, and he's not. No. He's not. But the way they're using him, sometimes it's like, all right, they are using him kind of as both a possession receiver and this high-flying threat. But you can't argue with the results. I mean, the results of this is just if Dak needs somebody to get open, you know, in the scramble drill, it's CeeDee Lamb. If Dak needs somebody to get open on a third and 11, it's CeeDee Lamb. If they need, if if he's not open, it's Ceedee Lamb. Like that's just what it's come to.
2: Yeah, uh, Broadus said this team is going to go as far as Dak, Lamb, and Ferguson take them. It's going to be about eighty-eight and four. Prescott improves to thirty-two and eight as a starter against the NFC East. That win percentage is eighty percent. Went five and one against the division this year. Average score against the East this year, thirty-eight to thirteen.
4: Yeah, 5-1 is what this team always does against the NFC East. It doesn't matter who the head coach is. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is, it seems like. It's just like it's 5-1, and one. at least with Dak. At least since, like, 2016, it's basically 5-1 and one every year. They're going to lose a game. Could be at Washington, could be at whatever. They're going to lose a game. But for the most part, it's a 5-1 and one team against the NFC East.
2: To break down some of Dak's game and plays, was that a Dwight Clark to Jalen Tolbert? Was that a throwaway? <laughs> <laughs> or did he know... That he was going to break back. He threw it back with the adjustment. It ended up looking gorgeous, and that was 7 nothing Cowboys. He looked like he knew he was throwing it to him. Like, I mean, when you watch the way that he was going through his
3: progressions, going through his reads, it looked like he he knew where he was going with it. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, a big play there, and that felt like right there on that. It, it's funny the swings it took because when, when it was 10-7, 38-10 did not feel like what was coming. But after that first touchdown drive, you did feel like, okay, they're going to put up 40 today. They're going to run Washington off the field. They're just better than them. And so that first
2: drive was completely easy for them. Dak dancing around and then hitting CD for 15 to open the third. That made it 28-10. But he was using the movement, directing Lamb, then throwing the laser in the end zone. And then my favorite throw was the touch one to Brandon Cooks. The touch Mm, throw to Brandon Cooks to make it 35-10. Dak Prescott putting up the big numbers again. And of course we talk about CD as well. And Dak, uh, did not don the NFC East championship gear afterwards. No hat, no shirt. What's up with that?
5: No, I wouldn't say I'm trying to send a message or, uh, won it before. Uh, obviously it's a huge accomplishment, um, for myself, for this team, for this organization. Don't, don't get me wrong by any means, but focus is ahead. Focus is ahead. Simple as that. Uh, yeah, just simple as that. I don't know if I've honestly ever, ever really put them on. And um, yeah, some, some great for the family. Uh, but yeah, I'm good. I want something better.
4: Well, if you never put them on. Might be time to change things up. We played for on. more
3: important banners around here. Okay, that's yeah, that's what we the play cults. for. Yeah, the Lakers. Colts are
4: are hanging a banner. We almost got it. Lions did.
3: Lions hung a banner. They hung a banner for their NFC North title last week. Got mocked for that pretty heavily. They did? They did. They got mocked? They did. You
4: can't mock somebody for that. Well. You, know, you got you to hang a division banner You up. can when you're the Dallas football Cowboys and you play for Super Bowl? Well, Bowls. you know, the Cowboys, I mean, they don't even know where the catwalk is at this point <laughs> to <laughs> get up there to hang a banner. <laughs>
3: have, have you guys already made uh, flight plans for Santa Clara? Are we going to broadcast live there for the NFC title game? You could not I, get I mean, me to that city. <laughs> no, it's okay. Santa Clara. It's not San Francisco. It's an hour away from from all of that. Star Fair. up,
2: star down, brought to you by the Big Green Egg. Oh,
4: man, you know what? Star up to answering the Washington field goal and the lead big star up for that like they could have cowered oh woe is me here we go again they march right down the field in the next possession 71 yards then they get the interception then they march down the field again and now it's all
2: of a sudden 21 10 at half and then they get the ball out of the half bam they score right away and the big answer to 10 7 tony pollard said put this drive
1: on my back i formation pollard behind Lipke, prescott under center Man in motion, handoff, no. Pollard coming the right, heck? bang, zoom,
2: touchdown, Cowboys. Oh, Dude. The Ralph Cramden reference, didn't expect that one. What a drive for Tony Pollard. The drive overall was seven plays, 71 yards. They take the 14-10 to 10 lead, and Tony Pollard, just this past week with the media, was saying, I've expected to have a better season. Hopefully more is to come. And Bobby, in the first half, he finished 10 for 54 a carry as they hope to get the run game going for the playoffs. He ran
3: tougher. Uh, He looked better yesterday. I think the run game in general looked more productive and it looked like Pollard was finding more you know they talk about the expected yards per carry like I think he was getting more out of his carries yesterday than he has been at different points during the season and so that's a a credit to him and something that you can get a little excited about knowing hey he did this also with two backup guards in there the offensive line was a little bit compromised and yet he still stepped up and, and played pretty well overall. They, they've they run the ball well against Washington the last couple times. Yeah. So, I I mean, it's, it's more of a confidence builder probably than anything you can point to and say, ah, here it is. This is something that they can do heading into the playoffs. The reality is that this team's going to need to beat you throwing the football. But if Tony Pollard can supplement some of that and make teams pay,
2: if they're softening looks, then that's going to be a big deal. And a guy who has stepped up late here in this season, and he may have to, Given whatever the injury news is to Stephon Gilmore, they need some help in the secondary.
1: They've been getting it from the Wolverine. Howell under center. He's going to give the ball to Robinson, plowing up the middle, crosses the 30, there's the 31. The Cowboys say they got the football. The Cowboys do say they got the football, what? and I'm waiting for somebody yeah. in stripes or polka dots <laughs> to say they've got the football. Everybody else is wearing solid.
6: Ruling on the field is a fumble recovered by Dallas, first out. It's a fumble. Wow. <laughs> 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 That's great. Well done, Brad Shane.
2: Jordan Lewis with the strip and recovery. He's starting to come on a little yes, bit. he has. Starting to make plays. We were there for the Lions we're game. There. Were wow. you there? Were you there? We were there for the Lions game when he started to turn it up, and he made another play yesterday. He did,
4: and it's, uh, it's great because they need to get more guys uh, in the secondary to make plays, especially – you know, now that Gilmore's got a little bit of an injury, uh, you know, in a slang after the game, you need other guys to step up. It's it's next man up. I mean, who knows what's what his shoulder's going to be like, but that's huge to get Jordan Lewis finally going.
2: What is the feeling on Gilmore right now? What was it like afterwards?
3: I I mean, he seems optimistic. He seems like he thinks he's going to be good to go and that he's not going to miss any time and that he'll be ready to go. I thought it was Um, a wrist first when they were
2: showing him walking out with his arm extended, just holding it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's got a broken wrist, shoulder.
3: Yeah, when he had the – my first inclination was when he went down in the – was it the Detroit game he went down and, like, hurt his arm or did something like that? One of those games he got hurt on the final drive and had to come out of the game – and my first thought was he did that again. Like, okay, that must have been bugging him because it was just, it didn't look like anything too severe. Then you see him walking around in the sling. Well, he obviously is, you know, says that he's going to be fine, that he'll be ready to go. He popped it, I guess, had the separation, went back in. I think that's officially called a subluxation, Dr. Chop. Huh. I think that's no, what, is it that is. what it is. I, I believe so. Um, but he says that he'll be ready to play, but you absolutely are going to need all of your corners to be 100% healthy going into this playoff run because you've been compromised there all year. You've had to play a little bit shorthanded, but absolutely starved Jordan Lewis, not only just for yesterday, but just how he's closed the regular season going back to the Seattle game. I remember previewing the Seattle game, we talked about how, he was going to be a big piece of that. And they might pick on him because they were three receivers deep. And ever since that game, he's really, really
2: played well. And another member of the secondary who's also coming on a little bit is one of your safeties.
1: Here's Howell back to throw third and long all day. Now hit as he throws over the middle. Intercepted at the 35-yard line. Donovan Wilson comes away with the Cowboys' second takeaway of the game. That was the interception before the half.
2: Cowboys were up 14 to 10, so gave you a little bit more breathing ability. Uh, Tank Lawrence hit Sam Howell's arm on that. Mm -hmm. That led to the CD touchdown to make it 21 to 10. Donovan Wilson's pick, his second in as many games. First Cowboy safety to have an interception in consecutive games within the same season since Roy Wilson. Darren Woodson. No, the guy that we thought was going to replace the earl thomas hype oh xavier woods xavier woods in 2019 hmm. so jordan lewis and donovan wilson two straight weeks here that, there you
3: go that is a genuine assist though for demarcus lawrence and demarcus lawrence in general man that all year especially in the last month or so it feels like every time they need a big play in a big moment like he's the guy that steps up. I, I mean mike has been great this year mike is their best player on defense but when you want to talk about like a big time moment, somebody stepping up and the moment not being too big for them, it consistently all year feels like it's been to Marcus Lawrence
2: and Mike getting sack number fourteen yesterday. Uh, he
4: did, but uh, I mean, how many holds did he get? How many holding calls did he get? <laughs> he, got he got that zero. That I saw. Yep. Yeah. It's it's a problem, man. Start out of the officials; they completely still just act that this guy doesn't ever get held. There was one, was the blatant one in the first quarter that everybody posted on social media. Now look, it's not every. Elite defensive lineman gets held. It's just the way it is. They're going to call these guys differently, but it just seems like this guy gets held all the time.
2: And star up referee-wise of the Cowboys. Their first penalty came with 5.55 left in the third quarter. And as for the sacks, four sacks in this one. Dante Fowler was doing work. Four sacks after only having five in their last Five games. Star up, star down. Brought to you by the Big Green Egg. Fan replay is brought to you by Siroc Vodka. It's a Cowboys Monday shout out to the 6 a.m. club. A glorious start to the week. It's going to be a fantastic one throughout the playoff matchup. Sunday, 3.30 on this radio station. Did we all get what we wanted? Did we catch a break getting the Packers over the Rams? The filthy meltdown continues and the other matchups throughout the NFL playoffs next.
7: Down to two. Here's the snap. Love throws over the middle. Got man! Inside the yeah. five! Reaching yeah. for the end zone! Touchdown! Done Damien Wex beating Kyler Gordon out a slant off the left side. And the Packers have a 13-6 lead. And the Cowboys have their first
2: round opponent. Good morning, Metroplex. This is your home of the NFC East champs. Got the entire squad here. Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, and our Cowboys insider, Roberto Bell. Peyton and Ryan in the back. And Sherm, were set up live on the fan cam, Twitch, and... YouTube. The Packers beat the Bears at Lambeau 17-9, to but it was the Rams surviving Sam Darnold and the San Francisco 49ers. The Rams with Carson Wentz getting that win in order to give us the Green Bay Packers, and you have the Rams taking on Detroit in round one. Choppy, I looked at this as I think some people are getting a little bit confused. Like Sandler is texting us already this morning. I'm surprised that you guys were that afraid of the Rams. I'm, I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not afraid or terrified of the Rams. I just had a major preference, and I would prefer to face Green Bay versus LA and all their weapons, especially with Stephon Gilmore. This isn't. Oh my gosh, the Cowboys dodge near elimination. This isn't total fear and terror. I just am looking for signs of Jimmy Johnson destiny playing out. The way it did in some mm-hmm. ways for the Texas Rangers, and this is one of those signs to yeah, me. Look, if you if you play,
3: the Cowboys are better than the Rams. The Cowboys are better than the Packers. The Cowboys are better than the Seahawks. They're better than these teams that they were potentially going to go up against. My issue is is that if you play the Rams a hundred times. The Rams are beating you more of those opportunities than the Packers are a hundred times. So to me, it's not that it's not that the Rams are better or that I'd pick the Rams. It's that the Rams have a better shot of giving you the upset than the other teams do. And that's not being afraid of anybody. That's just the reality of they're playing good football lately. They have pushed. They've pushed Baltimore. Unlike any team has pushed Baltimore in the last several weeks, and they did it on the road. They honestly should have won that game. And so, to me, it's just the Rams are playing better than the other teams that you could have gone against.
4: Yeah, it's like the the Cowboys dog walked them when they played them. Yeah, I was at that game. It was well, it was you yeah, know, right. it wasn't even a contest for for much of the game. Um, that doesn't mean that you're scared of them. It's just it's a it's a it's a reality of I'd rather play play this team than that team. Um, you know, the Cowboys are a seven seven. They open at seven and a half. It's down to seven against the um, the Packers. You know, they'd still be five over the Rams, five and a half. Yeah. Somewhere in there, four and a half.
3: I'll say it, it it actually kind of reeks of insecurity, the way people keep jumping down Broadus's throat or anybody else's when they just say, like, yeah, the Rams are the team I probably wouldn't, have play, wouldn't want to play, where then then they start going after Broadus. Broadus will tell you the whole time that he's seen more Europe word on Twitter in the last week for saying he didn't want the Rams than anything else. People have gotten super worked up about that. But it's just the reality of Tough guy a mentality. Preference. Yeah, it's a preference thing. That's all it is. It's not that you'd pick the Rams to beat the Cowboys.
2: We all think that like the Cowboys and Lions on a neutral field are like kind of a coin flip, right? You'd probably maybe slightly favor the Cowboys, but Detroit definitely came in here and made the argument that they were as good or better. So Lions hosting the Rams. You can compare to the Cowboys hosting the Rams. What do you think that spread is? You probably already have it. I have it. It's four. Uh, I think it's already been bet down to three and a half. Yeah. Uh, I got it at three from bet online. So three compared to seven, there's vague, or four, four and a half compared to seven. That's our point. Yeah. The Cowboys would be favored
4: by, you know, a couple of points over Detroit. Um, depends on where they are. Uh, so even on a neutral field, they'd be favored a little bit. So it's not that much of a delta. Um you know, does Vegas have it wrong? Bet QL's got the Lions by six and a half in that game. The, the wow. Lions should be favored by six and a half against the Rams. They've Ooh. got that as a four-star bet. And the Cowboys, they have as a two-star bet over Green Bay. Because the spread should only be, they say it should be eight and a half versus the seven. Seven and a half, so it's a little bit different. You're not getting as much for your money. But I think either way, you know, the Cowboys will be favored by against everybody in the NFC other than San Francisco. Yeah. At home. And on a neutral field. Now, maybe not in Detroit. Although I think there's a chance they might be at one point favorite in Detroit. Um against anybody they're gonna be favored. And they should be. You want Stafford or Love? Um love. I mean, I want I would rather have a guy making his first start. Okay, so Jordan Love. Your answer. Yeah,
3: love. And I mean it's not that Love's played poorly. Love's played really, really well yeah. the last
2: seven, eight Make weeks or move. whatever it is. You want the Rams weapons or the Packers weapons? Nukua setting two more two rookie records. Uh, yesterday in that win, Packers. You want the Packers, Packers weapons? Which defense would you rather face? Is that more of a toss-up?
3: Um, you know, Green you Bay could, had
4: five sacks last you know, against the Fields. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the Rams'
3: uh, defense really is. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I would still probably take the Packers. I don't want to go up against what the Rams can do with their pass rush, and so. Uh, and then McVay, LaFleur. Uh, I'd rather, uh, though, that's more of a coin flip. You both I th- hate I think, McVay. I think No, I don't hate McVay at all. I think McVay's a, a really good coach. I just think that the idea that he's better than Kyle Shanahan is silly. I don't. Uh,
4: yeah, it's I, more of a coin flip. I think LaFleur is a really good head coach. I don't hate him. Just the sun doesn't rise and set his pants like the media thinks.
2: <laughs> well, when he, he was passing gas around people and getting them jobs. Zach yeah, Taylor. And, and most
4: of those guys are fired.
2: Zach Taylor and uh, Staley. Wasn't Staley with McVay as Staley well? Staley was with McVay. He the was. Day. So Sunday at 3.30, Cowboys Packers in Arlington, 12.30 pregame on this radio station. Hit us up on the trucker.com text sign at 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. Let's get to the other story that I assume we're pretty interested in
1: talking and laughing about. Taylor back to throw. He's under pressure. He escapes to his left. Now pitches it for Slayton. He's to the 10, to the 5, in for the touchdown. Tyrod at the last second just threw it out to Slayton. It was wide open. Darius Slayton's fourth touchdown catch of the season. And with 1.47 to go in the half, the Giants are taking it to the Eagles. It's now 23 to nothing.
3: Whoa. Yo. I'm so mad. I'm so mad that... Jalen Hurts got benched Jalen and Hurt. the Eagles went up and put up 10 more points. You get benched and able, with the wrong This way.
1: team does not know <laughs> how to lose. And that
3: they were able to dig out of that negative point differential for the season and finish plus 5. <laughs> when it was 24 nothing they had a negative point differential for the year, they closed the gap, lose by 17 and finished plus 5, but still what a spectacular bunch of losers. That is a bad football team. It's not even a question of like are they average? Are they middle of the road? Are they are are they not as good as their record says they are? No, the last half of the season, that is a bad football team.
2: They are the first team in NFL history to start 10 and 1 or better and not get to 12 wins. And they had an extra game to and do it. They had it. an extra game to do it. Had an extra game. I could not believe the meatballs were texting me. Three-nothing, ten-nothing, seventeen, 17 nothing with AJ Brown hurting his knee. And then Jalen Hurts giving the middle finger because it was bent the wrong way. Then the embarrassment, uh, someone tweeted out, man, they're really effing the Eagles with that punter being held up video uh, where the punter tried to flop and draw a penalty, but the New York Giant was holding him up. He
3: refused to get that flag. He refused to do it. Yes. You know what's funny is that I, the the team they've been most compared to this Eagles team has probably been outside of the being, you know, the Philadelphia Crimson Vikings. The team that they've most been compared to pretty frequently is the 2020 Steelers, which started out that year 11 and 0 and then they end up collapsing they go 12 and 4 and they lose in the first round of the playoffs. Even that team, even that Steelers team was like plus 110 at the end of the year. Philly has basically even at 11 and 6.
4: Basically, been even with teams in terms of
3: scoring this year,
4: which is pathetic. Yeah, the difference with that that Steelers team. I gotta go back and look at that Steelers team. Like the Eagles beat some good teams in a stretch. I
2: think this Eagles team was. I I knew, I knew for a fact that that Steelers. We knew, we knew they were they, they were frauds. Were gonna, they were gonna they yeah, were frauds. We knew for a fact that this team was frauds too. I can't even get a sense out. Yeah. Say you finished me. it. You reached a period. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight you though. I'm not gonna fight you on any of them. In too good of a mood. Jay Glazer said that A.J. Brown called a players-only team meeting this week, said they all have to bond together and listen and believe in what the coaches are saying and calling. They were without Devontae Smith in this game, Darius Slay, and DeAndre Swift. And then when they realized they were getting their asses kicked, they waved the white flag. And let's get Hurts out of here. And by the way, apologies maybe for David Carr. Everyone forgets about that. I don't even remember what he said. You
4: don't know what he said? I don't even remember. I mean, I, I, look, I live in a day-to-day world. We know. As soon as the day is over...
2: It's amazing.
4: I forget everything that happened that day. You
2: are an expert in compartmentalizing. Oh, yeah. I'm you're a sociopath. You're expert. Yeah, very much so. David Carr said maybe they should sit hurts
4: for Mariota, remember? Oh, yeah, because he was hurt. Yeah. He was banged up at the time, the quad, whatever. Yeah, he was like knee. banged up.
2: Go ahead and play Mariota. Almost got run off of television... And since then, go look at the record. Go look at the numbers. Maybe not the stupidest suggestion in the entire world is now David Carr is getting some of his props. The Eagles 1-5 in five, since Carr almost got canceled for that.
3: Ooh. You know what? Uh, there, there's not a lot that David Carr does well. He has me blocked on Twitter. Great hair. Uh, he's he's, 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 he one, hair. he's one of a handful of people who have me blocked on Twitter in the media, and, and he's one of them. Uh, and so, but David Carr, he was he was right on this one. Jalen Hurts is not a real quarterback. Jalen Hurts is not a uh, championship quarterback. He's certainly no Dak Prescott. That's the thing that I'm most excited about in, in this Eagles collapse is that the Jalen Hurts Dak discussion last year, which was super premature after one year of some smoke and mirrors S that has quieted, that has gone down. Yeah, it was a lot of smoke and mirrors. And I think this season showed it.
2: The poll question is up in filthy. Is Nick Sirianni now in the hot seat as they head into the postseason? Yes, no. Wait till after the playoffs. As you would expect in filthy. What do you think the percentage is for yes? Oh, in in Philadelphia,
4: eighty three percent. Yeah, it was
2: eighty two and a half. They're well
4: done. They're I, I listened to their. I, I I listened to their post game show well. yesterday, And the they are idiots. They, those hosts are just idiots. What I'm, were they saying? Oh, uh, that, uh, I don't know how you keep this guy around. He does nothing well. I'm like, well, dude, he's been to the playoffs all three years as a head coach and the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, he does something right. With a uh, guy
2: that I didn't believe could throw.
4: Yeah, like, you know, and, and even if you say, like, you know, those were coordinator-based, he hired those coordinators. Yeah. So, like, he obviously can spot a good coordinator. Uh, it's just, it, some people are just dumb. They're trying to be shocky. I get it. Uh, I don't think
3: you get credit for spotting a good coordinator. I think you do. I don't. I think you absolutely –
4: hang on a second. You're a CEO of a company, and you hire uh, managers and CFOs and CIOs underneath you, and they do great. You get credit for that. Then
3: it's negligence that he hired a defensive coordinator, had to fire him in the middle of the year and go to Matt Patricia, who was equally as big of a disaster, and that's a bigger discredit than anything he did identifying.
2: No, I agree with you. You get credit for identifying – Uh, People beneath you and putting them in control. There's a lack of ego thing with it. Um, But we don't have enough time for all that right now. Bobby, I want you to guess the point spread for Eagles bucks. Uh,
3: What it should be is bucks minus two and a half or something. What it probably is is Eagles minus three. It is what
2: I saw from bet online. Eagles minus two and a half. Yeah. It's two Whoa. and a half. Yeah, I got. I got a two and a half. Two and a half. Mm-hmm. You yeah. jump in on that, or are you staying far away?
4: I'm staying you? far away. I I, do, I don't. I don't trust. I me mean, look. I'm not trusting Tampa. Yeah. Who would they win? Nine zip. Ugh.
3: Yeah, I mean, look over Carolina. You, look, look, there's not a there's not a better dream scenario for the Cowboys than if they get the Packers in the first round and then they were to catch the Eagles in the second round. More if Tampa, the Rams were to take Tampa. care of the Lions and you get, oh, I mean, I I'd, I'd much rather I'd much rather play Philly than Tampa. Right much now. much rather play Philly than Tampa. Well, the Cowboys know how to play. That's the thing.
4: It's an uncommon opponent. Dallas has uh, zero fear of the Eagles, none. And well, the Buccaneers, they've got weapons. The Buccaneers are, I'm not- they do have weapons. though. No, there's no doubt. that like, they do have weapons. I, I don't. I don't buy them. I'm not gonna. I ain't sweating Tampa.
2: Cowboy calls for the 6 a.m. club. Let's celebrate with you. 877 881 1053 to hit us up on the DNM leasing hotline. 877 881 1053. Our best audience of the entire show. Let's celebrate with your own star up, star down. Brought to you by the Big Green A.
1: Cowboy calls on Sean, RJ, and Roberto next. Prescott under center. Play fake. Boot to the right. Throws it to the right side of the end zone. Tolbert, a nice step inside the defender and Jalen Tolbert caught it for the Cowboys' touchdown.
2: Man, that was pretty. That was the call as well here on 105.3 The Fan. Dak Prescott going off for a split second yesterday. I I had two split-second thoughts. Are we getting Brett Maher 2.0 here with Brandon Aubrey? And number two, with Brock Purdy sitting, is there any way that these four touchdowns, this four-touchdown performance... Could catch Purdy in the MVP race, Lamar Jackson. Could, could, could this at least vault him ahead of Purdy behind Lamar? Since that's already done, I thought he was already ahead of
3: Purdy in the betting markets. Okay. Like, like uh, most of the betting markets, I think had it Lamar one, Dak two. Okay, not enough to not enough to the guy. I think had a chance to close a gap on an award yesterday and didn't was Micah. Like, I think Micah had an opportunity with Parsons. You know, Parsons and Miles Garrett were pretty close in the in the Vegas odds and Garrett was sitting. And so if Michael would have gone out there and wrecked shop and had three sacks, he could have made a difference. That didn't happen. So I, I don't think it was enough to to move the needle really for Dak. But I but mean, no
2: Dak catching Lamar. No, I I think zero chance. And, of but, course, yeah. Lamar sits. Pittsburgh wins. T.J. Watt gets hurt. So it's sounding like he's going to miss their first game against Buffalo.
4: Yeah, there were some injuries this week that couldn't impact next week. Lot of um, yeah, I mean it, Gilmore obviously Laporta. Potentially one of my star out.
2: downs for the Cowboys keeping Dak and Lamb in, mm. and I'm like Mike. Mike McCarthy loves taking it one possession too far. I was just waiting. This felt like two, didn't
4: it? It like, felt like two Dak possessions too far. Like, it
2: felt like he was out there way long.
4: Like I, I was. I, I saw that. I saw people you know posting screenshots of a conversation with a former player, and he was like, "Guys, we have. There's only 46 guys. I mean, you can't sit everybody." You know, like there's only you, only you only dress 46, well, you so can you sit can't. The quarterback. You can sit the quarterback. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, there are and, certain and the, guys and the receiver. There are certain guys you can sit, uh, but like you know, you can't. Four
2: eighty
3: eight eleven.
4: Like, yeah, yeah. If, it's that um, easy. That's it. <laughs> it's right. that
3: easy. Four eighty eight and eleven. That's honestly,
2: it's honestly
4: that not easy. It, those three, and you could easily sit those three, but it's like you know, if Jordan Lewis got hurt,
2: right? Yeah. Let's just say you, you can't sit everybody. Yeah, yeah. but four eighty eight and eleven. What I
3: wanted was you. You knew you were going to be in a position potentially to blow this team out. I really wish yesterday would have been the day that Trey Lance was active over Cooper Rush. Just get him a series in at the end. I did like the note uh, from Steve Palazzo over at uh, PFF. Five quarterbacks taken in the first round of the 2021 draft. Trey Lance is the only one in the playoffs. The only one of those five first-round quarterbacks, baby. All right,
2: let's hear from the Tolos on 105.3. The fan on the DNM Leasing Hotline to celebrate the NFC East Championship here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Let's start with Chuck in Illinois listening on the Odyssey app. Chuck, you're live on the fan.
7: Yep, Tolo from Illinois. Way too many cheese heads up here, so <laughs> I want Dallas to win, so going back to work is easy after next weekend. But I'm going to tell you, here's what scares me. They needed the number two seed. They got that done, mission accomplished there. But the Packers didn't expect to be there, and they're playing with house money, and that scares me.
2: Would you have preferred the Rams?
7: No, no, not at all right now. I think it's as best as it could possibly be right now. And any talk of the fifth seed being better is crazy. Cowboys want to be at home for as long as they can. I just want to see them take the Packers out of their game very early, very early and end this one, like, by halftime.
2: God, I love this accent. Thank you, Chuck. (laughs) Fantastic. Terry in Austin, you're up next. Terry, you're live on Sean and RJ. Go ahead, brother.
5: Hey, good morning. How y'all doing, fellas? Awesome. Morning. Awesome. Thanks for taking my call. You know, I'm going to be real quick. The first thing I want to say, I got a star up, two players, Brock, TJ. You know, I think about that Arizona game a couple months ago where – you know, we had a couple inactives last minute, and, you know, it really changed our offensive game. And just seeing how we were able to just have those guys step in and actually still, you know, affect the run game, I, I felt like Tony Paul had some of the widest holes I've seen in weeks. That could be, you know, you know, Washington had a lot of players out because of injury, but, you know, that's one thing I saw. And so, star to those guys. Um, and then I'm going to just leave you guys with a question. You know, I've been looking back at the Packers um, a couple weeks ago, they, you know, they beat the Panthers, but. They let the Panthers score 30 points on them, and that's an offense we've seen struggle. Yeah. And um, I know people are talking about Jair Alexander coming back, but we look at last year, different team, but you know Jair was still shadowing CD and Amari. Uh, CD had a buck 50 last year. So my question for you guys is, do we think that this Packers team can keep up with our offense? I know you know he's been playing great, Jordan Love. Um, but that's my question for y'all. Thank y'all. Y'all have a great
2: morning. Thanks for the call.
4: Packers defense is 28th. And DVOA, which is a per-play efficiency. You can
2: pass all over them. Yes. Now, all Buc- over Buccaneers
3: that. did it a couple weeks ago, but they could not stop the Buccaneers. Remember, Baker Mayfield, four weeks ago, went into Lambeau and had a perfect passer rating.
4: Now, their offense, per-play, what if I told you <laughs> it was ranked higher than the Cowboys? Then wow. I tell you
3: that's probably a bad system because they're not a better they're they're not a better per play
4: it's DVOA it's, I, yeah, I know. it's a good system, D- a D- really D- good system.
3: DVOA is still like there are flaws within it I would still say There's that flaws Dallas- with everything Wait
2: so do you believe that the Packers if you believe in that stat does that tell you the Packers have a better offense
4: It does not tell you they have a better offense okay there you 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 use this as part of your argument of your information you don't use anything as gospel um because, you know, they've you know, the Rams have the seventh best offense in the NFL. Very, very good, right? Do we think the Rams offense is better than the Cowboys offense? No. Um, you know, probably not. Uh, Philadelphia's is higher. Now, how, how much of that is from the beginning of the year? Uh, like, really, really early in the year. And how much of that? Because, you know, you also got to go with the weighted one, which is the last eight weeks versus the previous
3: eight weeks. Dallas doesn't run the ball well. Green Bay runs the ball efficiently. Green Bay runs and throws the ball efficiently. They're balanced, but they're not. I I mean, this is a passing league, and Dallas is a much better passing team.
2: And they have won six of their last eight in Green Bay. They've won three in a row, but they beat Carolina, Minnesota, Chicago. They face scrubs, absolute scrubs on the schedule. Al in Dallas, you're next up on the DNM Leasing Hotline. Go ahead, Al. Okay, well, a couple
5: of points, gentlemen. The thing that um, concerns me about your broadcast crew, especially broadest, is why are you fearing who the Cowboys play? Oh, the good ones don't care who you play. Okay, if you want to be good, you got to be the best. You can't worry about playing San Francisco. If they're going to get past to the, to the Super Bowl, they have to beat San Francisco anyway. So what's the big deal about trying to delay it?
4: Well, you want to delay it. Why would not you want to delay it? What if I told you there was a chance
2: San Francisco lost?
5: I know they lost, but the, this is the whole thing about it. Okay, the Cowboys' problem is deep ball defense and running defense. They don't do well at either. This is going to be a problem, gentlemen. Thank you. I wish them God. the best, but this going to be a serious problem. It's Thanks not.
4: It's can't. not about. It's not about being scared. Nobody's scared of an opponent. Well, just we are p- scared of San Fran, and they are scared too. Of San Fran. <laughs> San Fran's different. Yeah. I'm not talking about Stanford. Not scared.
3: Healthy respect that they kick it's, your ass. No, it's, yeah.
4: it has nothing to do with being scared of an opponent. It's 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 the path of least resistance. Yes, I, I'm not, I'm not scared of driving into traffic. But if somebody takes me, if, if <laughs> Google Maps says, "Hey, go this way," I'm going to go the other way. Thank you. It has nothing to do with being scared of God. it. I just would rather. Not deal with it.
3: You're scared of traffic, chop. You're scared. You're scared of sitting in in
2: red lines on
4: on, on Google maps. the Google map.
2: I'm gonna put up the tough fan poll and say you could get San Fran Week One or Round Three. Round One, just get it out of the way. Or Round Three with maybe them getting picked off. How many numb nuts do you think would pick round one? I'm disappointed with we their can't... armor, putting on their armor in their Braveheart video.
3: I'm disappointed we can't play San Francisco every week. That's what I would prefer. I would prefer a system that allows me to play San Francisco in the wild card, the <laughs> divisional, the conference championship, and the Super Bowl. That's oh, what I want. Good
2: grief! And broad, I love how broad. Someone tweeted yesterday. I love your content, broad. I wish you'd answer some questions. What the man answers <laughs> questions nonstop. <laughs> Uh, Justin in Miami. The Odyssey app is working well. Justin, you're next up here on a Cowboys Monday.
5: Gentlemen, good morning to you from Miami, Florida. Um, I'm super happy this morning waking up. uh, What what a game last night uh, by the Cowboys. Uh, You know, we're very critical of this team whenever they lose their games and and we criticize the coaching and all that stuff. I I think it's safe to say at the end of this season, we could say that, uh, this team has uh, has proved this right. Uh, another 12-win season, an NFC East championship. All that's great. Um, I'm glad we play the Packers. Uh, I feel like this is a perfect get-back for what they did to us in 2014, 2016. And I'm excited, man. I, I, I think this is the easiest road the Cowboys have had to the, to the NFC championship in a long time. And... Me as well as all the other fans are super excited to see these boys rock out and hopefully take us to the first NFC Championship game in my lifetime since I'm 26 years old. And oh. Blessings to you guys and uh, um, wishing you guys a great week, man. Let's, let's do this.
2: Thank you for the call, brother. Appreciate you listening in Miami. Drew in Dallas, you're up next. Drew, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys, man. I just want to say uh, star
5: up to the Cowboy Nation, all the Cowboys fans who be supporting, all the Cowboys I love, I'm happy this morning. I mean, the boys are putting numbers. They're breaking records. These boys are breaking records. They're all setting records. They're all in it for the win it. Uh, start down to the haters, like always, when I call into this station, because 6 a.m. all day, solo, baby. Yeah, baby. And uh, I'm saying start down to the haters. Thank and you, so, baby. Thank Cowboys. you for the
2: call, Drew. Appreciate you. Christy Scales put out a video of a sea, a sea of Cowboy fans greeting Dak coming off the field. Bobby, you were there. What was the ratio? 80% 80 Cowboys fans. 80%? 80 On the broadcast, they were saying, yeah, Cowboys aren't having to go with any silent count or anything like that. Nope, it
3: was complete. Like, I mean, typically you'll see a little bit more of... Whoever the road team is, you'll see more of their colors behind their bench because obviously fans they like to congregate behind there and buy tickets behind the visiting bench when they can. But I mean, it was still eighty percent blue behind the Washington bench. It was Washington comes on the field, they're getting booed.
2: What, what was? The, why were you stalking this this pig, Major whoa. Tutty?
3: Major Tutty. Well, man, I will what's trade. The, get rid bit? of Rowdy. Get rid of Cowboy Joe. Get rid of any mascot that the Cowboys have had throughout their history. Uh, Crazy Ray Whoever else Get me Get me Major Tutty That's your favorite mascot Major Tutty is the best Did you see him he, he, He's got the uh, The crew cut man. I didn't even know His hat comes off His hat comes off He's got like this crew cut This military fade It was it, He's just He's fantastic I, I I can't get enough of him We are all sitting there talking Clarence I got was him. like Is that Piglet we're like, no, it's not Piglet. It's a major, major tutty. Why don't you show some damn respect? Yeah, and you so, and
2: Clarence are tweeting about it. I'm like, well, I'm glad the
3: Mishota was obsessed, too. Mishota was taking photos I'm and videos. Glad these
2: organizations waste their money sending you fools to cover the NFC East clincher and you're... Tweeting about swine and 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 swine. You know, you're sitting there tweeting about pigs. I mean, look if they can major o- tutty.
3: if they can overcome Major Tutty, first victory in the history of the Cowboys when Major Tutty's been in attendance yesterday. If they can overcome Major Tutty, there's no reason they can't beat the 49ers.
2: I had a media member text me on the side complaining about your coverage of this. Did his name hmm. rhyme with
3: Matt Shoney?
2: Oh, how did you know it was Doni?
3: <laughs> because he was super irritated, three yeah. spots down for me, yeah. that myself, Joe Hoyt from Lone Star Live, John mashoda Saad Youssef, we were all talking about Major Tidy. We were all fully invested in what he was
2: doing. One coach has already been fired. Who else is going to get the ax on Black Monday? Rest of the NFL playoff matchups, you're going to have to pay to see the defending Champs open up against Miami. And of course, your opportunity to get your picture with the World Series trophy tomorrow night in our building and the report that Mike McCarthy still isn't safe. That's all next with Sean, RJ, and Roberto right here on The Fan.
6: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.